Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I do want to wish a um, happy Passover that starts this evening at sundown, and um, a um, good Friday to all that celebrate 
Um, it is uh, a powerful weekend, whether or not you are share my faith um, or that of someone else in the room. This is a weekend of hope. And you can choose to take time to have hope and belief that you are here on purpose with purpose and that each day that we have is important. And um, I have a bit of a shift. I'm going to talk about I am bringing to you a strategy that you can use inside of your business right now. And I know that that in a day, in a holy day, that could seem kind of wackadoodle pants, except for the fact that I was put on this earth literally to do this thing. So God is super cool with it. In fact, he's like, yep, sister, this is why I sent you. So that's what I'm going to do. So if you want to um, share this with others, like so that they're going back to you and saying, ooh, that was pure fire. Um, this is a strategy that I shared with Kevin O'Leary of Shark Tank, which got him to hire me within five minutes of meeting me. Um, I'm going to share the same strategy that got Dan Kennedy, the godfather of direct response marketing, to ask me to write a book with him. This is a strategy that just works. And so that's what we're going to be sharing today. It sounds like somebody has a hot mic somewhere. I'm not sure what what's going on because I searched the stage. I don't know where that was. But anyway, so um, we want to share it. So go to that little box at the bottom of the screen. It has the square with the arrow up on it and click on it and then look for share on clubhouse. I want you to hit the share and clubhouse button and then put some copy in there. Meaning like you're going to curate the reason why they want to come in the room. And you could say KWP is about to drop fire. There's going to be gems. If you want, if you have a business, don't miss this segment. Um, I can't believe what Kim just said. You got to hear this. Um, is she really teaching this today? Question mark. Uh, so whatever, and, and or, you know, your special flavor of magic, go ahead and uh, put that in. So go ahead and share right now. We're at 57, which is great. We got five people jumped in there. And then we're now we're at 61. Really, really good. Okay, so we are at, let's see, Annette with the CBZ just shared. Um, Venetian, Louie, William, Kim, Sharon, Dakota. Mindy, Baju, Farah, uh, Ricardo, Larissa, uh, Vima, Eva, Dr. D. Um, let's see, Tara just shared, Michael, Kim, woohoo! Okay, so keep those shares going. Um, let's get those shares up. Really great job, y'all. We're up to 78. That's really awesome. Okay, so um, also, I would love, I love chat engagement. I love for you guys to be talking to each other. I don't look at the chat while I'm talking because I am um, a prime case of ADHD squirrel brain and I will stop speaking. I'll forget what I'm talking. It's called like speaker blackout. You get in the middle of conversation. You have no idea what you just said or where you are or what's happening. So I try to prevent that from happening. So I won't look at it in real time, but I will go back um, and then, you know, when I'm done and do that. But also, um, we will dive into it if there's any questions that come up and stuff. So a team, the back end team will help me. And with that, I also want to give a special shout out to Dora Maria, who does an amazing job managing not only all of uh, these segments, but also all of the back end um, personalities, because all of us mods with the green badge, we're extra. We're a bit extra. So she's not just like managing people. She's managing people who are extra. So, yeah, let's give a quick shout out for Dora. Thank Maria. you, Dora. Um, yeah, Yay, Dora. Thank you. Yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah, Dora. 
Uh. <laughs> okay, awesome. All right. Um, so what I want to talk to you about is something that I discovered after I did my first book launch. Okay. So, um, well, not first book launch. My book launch in t- May 2020, the world shut down. We can't do events. I have a book coming out. Um, and I want it to become a bestseller and I can't do a lot of the things I normally would have done. I can't do book signings. Um, I can't, um, do like meetups. I had thrown book parties before. I can't do any of those things, which is totally fine, but I got creative and I ran a live event, a virtual live event where I interviewed a bunch of people about the book And then each one of them gave out a bonus if you got the book that day, which was so awesome, right? And it was, it was really great. Like not only did the book beget bestseller, but this extra like special magical thing happened during the event in that everybody who spoke shared, um, like said nice things about me. Because they were on my broadcast. Oh, Kim, it's so great to be with you. I always love your stuff. Or, oh my gosh, you're writing. This book is great. I can't wait to read it. Or, you know, this is this is Kim. Listen to everything she says. I should have followed her a long time ago. Like, people were just saying awesome things. And I didn't have to ask for a testimonial. It just happens in the midst of an event such as this. And we were able to take, like, these sound clips and use them in a testimonial reel because all these people had said these awesome things and they're people that other people know. So I'm like, this is great. How can we leverage this at another time? So I got an idea and this is what I want to share with you. So even if we go back to um, faith and I look at the concept of the disciples, Jesus knew that he wasn't going to be able to get the word out on his own and so he found other people to help him share the message and he didn't find perfect people because there is no such thing (laughs) except for him and they showed that he's like i know y'all are going to screw this up you're going to totally screw this up yet i still choose you to help me share this message so we have to look at like how can we leverage that like we got such a prime example of how to leverage the opportunity to create a community of people who can share our message. Now, there's a lot of different ways to do it, but I want to tie it back to that way that I just shared about the launch. So here's the thing. You guys, have any of you ever heard um, that phrase of the fastest path to growing your audience is to find an audience that already exists? Have you guys ever heard that before? Can you flash your mics or heard that before? Anybody? Yes, Jeff said yes. Okay. Yeah, it is. Like the fastest pass. That's why, like, if you think about um, ginkgo knives, right? Like they're in a, um, they'll be, I don't know if you've ever been in a store when they start selling it over the loudspeakers. Come for the demonstration and the example. Or a new food product might be in a Whole Foods. They're going to do a sampler example. They went to where customers already are to find them, right? So, like, this is a concept. This is an idea. Well, I believe that not only do you, the fastest path to growing your own audience is to find one that already exists, but the fastest path to getting people to know, like, and trust you is to find a group of people who already know, like, and trust someone you align with, okay? Because the 
there are there's a lot of reasons why we don't trust others. There's a lot of reasons why we hesitate to do business with somebody, and it makes sense. We like there's people who don't fulfill what they say they're going to do. There's people who don't follow through. And I have I I've spent money on things that haven't worked. A lot of my coaching clients have spent things um, money on things that don't work. And so we have to combat that, but we can do that by finding an audience that we align with that we align with that is the same fit as our message, right? So like that is super important. And so what? how do we do that, okay? We wanna make sure that we first determine exactly who we want to work with, okay? So I'm literally gonna break this down for you step by step. Step one is determine exactly who you wanna work with. So my right fit client are individuals who already own a business they're between a quarter million and one million dollars in revenue typically they get all of their business via word of mouth and referral and they want to finally scale using marketing but most of the marketing that they've done um, that they've spent any money on hasn't produced results and they're super frustrated by it okay that's my person he also um, is a an athlete he is either a runner he does tough mutters He's into wrestling, he works out. Like my guy is super active. He is super, super active. And, um, and or he's a frequent flyer. He would be like diamond medallion status on Delta or um, I don't know what all the other names are of all the things, but he's gonna be one of the, or A-list on Southwest. Um, I, whatever he flies, he's a frequent flyer. That's my guy. So if I'm like, okay, that's who I am trying to reach then I have to find other people who also have that audience that aren't competitors of mine because they don't sell the exact same thing that I do, but they serve that market. So, okay, so step one is you figure out who it is that you actually want to work with. Step two is you find people who also serve that market that you align with. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Now, we then need something we can do to connect with them and partner with them. Now, you are not going to go to all these awesome humans and be like, I want you to promote my thing. Can I speak on your stage? Can you promote my product? I get those pitches every single day and they are not effective. I don't know you. I don't know if I can trust you. I don't know what your product is. I'm not putting you in front of my people. Like, no, I, if we're going to say that we need to do things that build like and trust, we can't do that. So how do, what do we do instead? Okay. First, you need to create a reason for them to say yes to you. First, you create a reason for them to say yes to you. So what do people want? People want to be seen, heard, and know that they matter. Okay, that's just like a general concept in all of our lives at all times. People want to be seen, heard and that they matter. It comes from faith. It comes from life. It comes from effective marketing. It comes from growing a successful business to being a great coach, all the things people want to be seen, heard, and know that they matter. So how do you do that with potential partners that you want to work with? You create an opportunity for them to be seen, heard, and know that they matter, right? Now I know this is like advanced, but y'all you're advanced. So we're going to just go there. This is advanced psychological um, psychology 
for persuasion and marketing. So first we need an, a reason that they would want to do something. And for many people, the reason they would want to do something is they would want to align with somebody who's well-known, okay? So it would be like, we like being on stage here because Glenn Lendy is well-known. The man has a large posse of 101,000 followers on Clubhouse. He is has a stage, he gives a space, he allows us to be aligned with him, um, to be here on stage with him. Um, I, if um, Justin Timberlake is like him, I want you to be my opening act. You are going to lead in with mom jokes. I'm in. I want to be on Justin's stage. Like, that is my person. I, I'm just, we would all say yes. There's a celebrity there, okay? So step one is you have to get a celebrity to be part of a live event. You're going to have a four-hour live event where you're going to interview people, but you want to get somebody who's well-known to be one of the speakers, and you're going to recruit that person first. Now, if you already know somebody, and I mean legit anybody, go through the Rolodex of your brain. Do I have a sister-in-law? Do I have a? Do I have an uncle's cousin's brother's whatever that I could ask? Do I have a coaching client that I could ask? Do I have... Uh, somebody that I've done business with, that I spent a lot of money with, whatever it might be, you go with the number one person to ask is someone that you already know because they know, like, and trust you ahead of time. So that's when I have Kevin O'Leary speak on my stage or I have Chris Gronkowski, former NFL fullback, or I have Mike Michalowicz, author of Profit First, or I have Justin Guarini from American Idol. When I have one of them speak, I'm actually their coach. So when they're on my stage, they can very clearly say, you know, they can talk about it. They're going to um, endorse me, which is very powerful because it's a celebrity endorsing me. If you don't have that yet because you're like, I don't know anybody. I know no one knows my cousin. Like, this is not going to work that way. There, You can hire somebody. You don't have to know somebody to do this. You can actually... Um, hire someone that you align with. But remember, we want to make sure, is it somebody whose audience matches the audience you want to attract? So, for example, I was going to do this. I was going to hire um, Tom Colicchio, um, who is a chef on Top Chef, and he's one of the judges on Top Chef. But before I did, I literally ran a picture of him in my Facebook newsfeed, not in his chef's coat because I didn't want to give away who he was, and I've said, do you know who this is and would you like to hear him speak? And uh, most of my audience did not know who he was. Did not know who he was. So that helped me to know, okay, this is not going to have an impact on my audience. This is not a worthwhile speaker to bring in. That doesn't work. So I have to make sure before I align with somebody, is it somebody that will relate to my audience? You can go to uh, one of the booking companies that's called the Big Speak. S-P-E-A-K, Big Speak, and you can hire people through that. There's also, um, if you guys have heard of Cameo, there's Cameo for Business that they can do in a, a short appearance on virtual. There was another booking company that I loved. You could hire people for a 15-minute segment, but that doesn't look like they're in business anymore. They used to be um, called Open Stage, and they were great, but they came. They seem to come around the pandemic and doesn't look like they exist anymore. But if anyone knows anything about them, if they just changed their URL or whatever they might have done, um, 
then that'd be great because they were really awesome because I booked some people through them too. Okay, so you're going to get somebody that's well-known. Now, if you're like, that sounds really good, Kim, but I don't have the budget, I can't do that, then just go to somebody who's the most well-known, well-respected person in your circle and recruit that person first, okay? That's what's important is that you need to recruit that person first. And then you go to the other people you want to have speak at your event and you say... Can I promote you to my audience and have you speak on stage with, and you put the name of the other person, okay? So it's always, can I have you, can I promote you to my audience? You are doing that because all of us who have an audience, when we get approached to be part of someone's event like this, they approach us by saying, can you be part of my summit? Can you be part of my summit and send 17 emails and pay a $10,000? It's like, it's insane. They want me to promote them to my, I've never met you. I'm being asked to promote you to my audience with three emails and you want me to pay you to do it. No, like that doesn't make any sense. Do not ask them to promote you to their audience. That as a starting point, you're gonna promote how you're gonna promote them to your audience by having them as speakers at your event. Now, will they end up sharing your event with their audience? Absolutely. And hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. We're going to talk about it, but that is not why you're initially approaching them. You have to approach them for what they want, not what you want. And this is with all things in marketing. Now, the speakers who you're going to invite are going to be people that either will edify you, like they will talk about how people should trust you. They're going to be people who are part of your offer. If you're going to be selling something eventually and they might be someone who has a bonus or is going to teach something, or they're going to be people who will be, um, be able to share with others that is your audience, like your prime audience they lead. That's the only reason why you're going to have somebody speak at your event. They either have the audience that you want they're going to edify you or they're part of your offer. If they don't match one of those three things, you do not have them speak, okay? This has to be strategic. This isn't just about like putting on an event, making people get excited and entertained. Absolutely not. That's not why we are here on this earth. We're here on this earth to be incredibly effective, to reach the people who have been waiting to hear from us. We were given certain gifts and talents on purpose, with purpose, and if we're going to use them to the best of our abilities, then we need to be strategic at all times. And being strategic means we're going to be as effective as possible. And being as effective as possible means we only have a speaker on our stage if they are someone we are trying to reach their audience, they're going to edify, or they're going to be part of our offer, Okay. Now, you're going to position this event right before something else you're already doing. Why? You might ask, why, Kim? Why would I do that? Okay, so this is what's so amazing. And again, we found this out by accident, but then we've done it again and again. It really works. Let's say I'm going to have a virtual event next week, okay? Next month is here. And actually, I'm going to put that on there. I do have one coming up, so, and I forgot to um, get the link. Let me get this going to be amazing because I'm going to do it and actually I'm going to make this life much much easier and send it to myself um so let's say I have a virtual event coming up okay 
and I know that I want to bring people into the virtual event and I've sold some tickets already. Okay, so like we have this event coming up right now that's called the One Day Launch and it talks about a lot of stuff like this, like how do you pick your right audience? How do you get them to um, want to do business with you? How do you take them from not knowing you to utilizing your services, like all the things. And so I have um, 42 people are signed up for that event so far, the one day virtual um, launch. And so 42 people are signed up already, which is awesome. Well, those individuals then, a lot of them don't know me. They just got a ticket so far, but we haven't worked together before. So how can I leverage this model to help that? I'm going to throw this link up. I did just get it. Here we go. Pin link. Okay. Boop, 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 boop. And by the way, if you get your ticket to this event during this segment, I'm going to give you a bonus. Um, it's a Breakfast with Champions bonus. I'll give you my course called LinkedIn Domination that shows you how in 10 minutes a day how to drive in clients via LinkedIn. So you'll get that. It's a $497 course, and you'll get it as a bonus when you get your ticket to the one-day launch. Okay, so I'm having this one-day launch, and I have people coming, and at this event, they're going to get an invitation to become a client, which is awesome. So, um, but they don't know me. They don't like me. They don't trust me yet because they don't, they just don't know me, right? And so how can I build trust with them before the event? How could I make it the greatest chance that they can have success at that one day? Well, I'm going to hold a live cast the week before. And I'm actually not doing it for this event, but I do this over a lot of my events. I just happen to have a crazy, crazy speaking schedule this spring. Anyway, so the I'll hold the live cast the week before, and I'll have on it speakers who all have the audience that I want to serve and or will edify me and or will be part of my offer. And each one of them, when they're on the broadcast, they will always start because, like, people – are awesome humans and they'll get on and they'll be like hey Kim it's so great to see you I always love your stuff I love being with your audience I love how much I've learned from you like they'll say amazing things well think about it it's like you have a four-hour endorsement program a four-hour testimonial reel like everybody is who's coming on here is getting to meet you in a place of you being edified of you being lifted up of you being put in a position of authority and trust and that's huge because people, if they enter your event or your webinar or buy your book, already believing that somebody else that they know, like, and trust has endorsed you so they should pay attention to what you have to say, that's so powerful. That's so powerful. And you, you can create it without ever having to ask for a testimonial or without ever having to be pushy. You can create it by simply having that be in place like just by having the event now the neat thing that you can do is you have each speaker share um will give a bonus to you and then you can have a call to action so you can do it with um selling your tickets to an event that day and then every person who gets their tickets that day will get all the speaker bonuses or you can use it on a book launch day every person who gets a copy of your book that day will get the speaker bonuses we're even using this for a nonprofit that I'm part of. I'm part of a, a ministry that um, we find countries where Christians are being persecuted, and we help those Christians um, create businesses 
because we have found in those communities when you are a business owner, regardless of your faith, you are respected and you're looked as a leader and you're no longer persecuted. So we've empowered bit, um, Christians in countries where Christians are persecuted to start businesses and we generate micro loans to help them start and then we do business coaching. Um, it's called IBAM, it's an incredible nonprofit and I'm on the board and so what we're doing is instead of, and they're like, Kim, we need to raise more money and I'm like, well, we are not gonna do their traditional email, give us cash. Like, we, y'all already do that, you do a good job at that. We're gonna do something that's gonna bring our right fit audience to the nonprofit to get funds that way and so we're having a one day virtual event that we have Christian business leaders speaking to share um, how they've grown their business effectively, how the, what, what does their life look like in the intersection of faith and business. And then during the day, people can choose their level of support of the nonprofit and get different bonuses. So like for $97, you'll get the recordings and the speaker bonuses. For $997, you'll get um, a bunch of bonus courses too. For uh, $5,000, you'll actually get to go on a ministry trip with us to another country and work with these business owners. So like we're using the event to fundraise in a totally different way that allows us to reach a new market because every speaker we're having at the event is sharing the event with their network. So you can look at this creatively in any way. Now, how does that work? It works because when people who know the speakers come and watch, they're much more likely to give support and want to be part of the nonprofit than they ever would if I just sent them an email when they didn't know me. So you're leveraging the power of other individuals to be part of your event. Now, once you do this, once you set it up, once you recruit them, you have to do, you have to be the one to do all the heavy lifting. I've seen people do this and get frustrated that other people that they had as speakers weren't promoting the event, but they're not going to. These are people who were super busy, really engaged. They're not gonna do the heavy lifting to share your event with other people. So the way that you get them to share your event with other people is you create, um, you create all the marketing for them. So you're going to create promotional posts like uh, your, you know, posts to put on Instagram and Facebook, and you are going to create posts for them that has them in it and also has a celebrity in it. And the way that we'll do it is I'll give them two different post options. One that has me, the celebrity, and them. So they're positioned as a celebrity as well. And another that has all the speakers on it. Um, because my um, speakers that I have usually, they pick one of those two that they like. But I'm not going to decide for them. And then I'll run their posts also to my news feed. And run them as stories. And tag them in those posts and in those stories. I'll also have individual posts while I'll make them a collaborator because that's something you can do on Instagram. And then it, if they agree ahead of time that they'll accept it, it'll show up as a post on their page so all their people will see it, but they really didn't have to do any work except so, um, accept my collaboration. So I make it really easy for them to share this message with their audience by resharing, reposting. Some of them will send emails out. I do give them email copy to send their list. Most of them don't um, though, and that's okay. You can advertise often to their audiences if they have a big enough audience. You can run a um, an ad to their audience promoting. But in most of the cases, it's really just about building trust 
with the people who already know you or people who have already bought a ticket. It will sell more tickets. You will be able to sell more books. You will be able to get more donations for your nonprofit, which is huge. But the biggest thing it does is it moves the needle with getting people who don't already know you like you trust you to doing business with you, which is huge because that's the thing that if everybody can speed up the time from a prospect to a sale, they would, and it's a really, really fast path to do that. Um, And then after your event, you have all these awesome humans that have done amazing things and you're going to, number one, you're gonna thank the crap out of them by sending them an actual gift in the mail, like a real gift in the mail. And I like to send very nice things to all the people who speak with a note card and make sure it's beautifully gift wrapped and really let them know how thankful I am for them. I'll have created, um, my team is just awesomely fantastic. And during the live cast, they'll create um, thought leadership posts that will showcase that speaker with a quote and really edify them on my page. And I'll share that with them and they always love those and um, then they can use that inside their own business. And then I'll take all of the um, sit, like snippets of like nice things that they said and we'll clip them out and then we'll use them as a testimonial reel or we'll use them as part of a webinar or I like to play pre-roll before any of my webinars start or live casts. I'll play um, 30 minutes of pre-roll that will, so people can get on early and they get to um, answer questions in the chat and then we'll play these little testimonial snippets that come in because we got them from the event. So that's really powerful as well. Um, And so you're really getting a lot out of it and then you already built trust with these individuals. And I believe this is one of the um, most effective strategies of how we've been able to have conversion rates at our event that are between 40 and, um, 40 and 80%, which is incredible. I mean, that's very, very high. And so we're able to do that because we are building trust with our audience ahead of time. We are aligning with people who have our right fit audience. And of course, we're being incredibly authentic and giving them strategies that kick complete tush. By the way, congratulations to Barbara uh, Molnar. You um, jumped in and got your ticket to your one-day launch event, and you get, you'll get the bonus of the LinkedIn nomination. So go you. Go you, boo. All right. Thank with you. that, You're welcome. Um, oh, what's you're here and you're unmuting the mic. Cool. What's your business, Barbara? I am a mental fitness coach working with positive intelligence, and I'm just, you know, spreading that. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with mental fitness and the positive intelligence um, operating system about okay, activating cool. our thrive brain, you know, so we come from that place. Okay, awesome. So here's number one. You're going to learn how to do this at the event. From this point forward, for the rest of time, you are never going to open up your mic and introduce yourself that way, Barbara. Okay, and I feel, no. like, I feel like you're a New Yorker, so I can be like super real, right? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You. I love uh-huh. Okay, so you're not going to do that because no one cares about that. What they care about is what it will do for them. So let me give you an example of how I introduce myself. I say, I work with businesses who rely upon word of mouth and referral to finally get marketing to work for them. So they can grow their business without having to do a ton of work to get more clients. That's, that's, that's one of the ways. It depends on my audience and my shift. I sometimes will say to finally get social media to drive clients in, to finally do profitable digital marketing. It depends on my audience, but I would never say, I would never lead in with, 
I, I own powerful professionals. People are like, meh, I don't know what that is or I don't care. You know what I mean? So what we're going to lead with you from this point forward is like, because what does, if I'm, if I'm doing mental, if I'm thriving, if that thrive meant, what would that do for, like, give me 30 seconds on what would that do for my life? That would just give you five superpowers to help you um, with challenging moments or situations, activating a curiosity, uh, innovative, um, activating sort of superpowers to help you look at a situation. Ooh, we're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have lot. fun with you. Okay, no, no, that's great. That's the process. That's the process. Yes, that's know. not, that's like, not the outcome. So no. that I can what in my life? So everyone in here, think about this. You always want to say so that you can what? Be happier. <laughs> Be happier so that I can what? What would that do in my life? What what tangible thing would that mean for my life? Grow your life. Grow your happiness. So that I can find love, um, not let other negative people around me ever get me down, um, so that I can get the career that I always wanted. What's like for the people that you've loved, somebody, one of your favorite clients of all time that you absolutely adored working with, what was the thing what was the problem that you solved for that person? It's finding your gift in your trauma. Okay, finding your gift in trauma. So it would be so that they can what? So that they can realize their true purpose. So that they can what? Have the life that they desire to have. So when I realize my true purpose, what do I do with that? Get to work. <laughs> do you? Do they start a business with it? Do they? they can start a, yeah, you can start find a career. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay, so so it's kind of like how to how to unlock the purpose hidden inside of you right now, so that you can find the um, uh, find the path that's been waiting for you all this time, right? Like so, something like that, where we always yeah. want to think about, like okay. in the path. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that so much. So that for this is for everybody in here. We think about the process we take them through because that's what we do and that's what we spend all our energy on and that's the awesome work that we want to be able to do with people. That is not where their brains go. So like if you think about it this way, um, if you think about it this way, you want to make sure that you're focusing on getting people to where you're going to take them, not where they are right now and not in the process, okay? you want to focus on the outcome. So like I was on vacation in, um, at the Ritz in St. Thomas and it was amazing and gorgeous and beautiful. And when I was booking my vacation, they were focusing, they showed me the pool and the beach and the, you know, going out on a sailboat for the day, like chartering a yacht. That's amazing. They did not show me on the website. There were no pictures of the, um, United States Virgin Islands travel acceptance portal that you have to submit to in order to get um, an entry to the island since the uh, since COVID came around they have this process that you have to submit your card of being vaccinated or you can't come on the island they didn't they don't show you that because nobody wants that that is a necessary step that I need to take in order to be able to have a vacation in the beautiful island of St. Thomas but that's not what I want. So I'm always going to, whenever we're doing our marketing, whenever we're focusing on our audience, we always want to say, is this the picture of the beach in the pool? Or is this uploading your vaccination card? If it's the uploading the vaccination card, we're not going to make it part of our marketing 
concept in any way. We're going to instead speak on specifically what they want and give them a, a visual picture of that. That is the thing we want to do. And it really comes back to this. In my faith, today is a big day, and it's a day of pain and suffering um, in our the history of our, the development of our faith. And then it leads into that hope. And when people effectively talk about my faith, they focus on the hope. The hope that exists in your life when you take that next step forward. The hope of joy and love and peace and impact and purpose. And when we can allow people to see faith in that way, it changes the conversation. And I, this is a controversial topic, but one that I believe in very strongly. If you ever approach people from a perspective of persecution, judgment, or telling them what they need to change immediately, no one will follow you in faith. No one will follow you in hope. But if you show them what's possible on the other side of yes, a life of joy and purpose and fulfillment, that's when they align with you and say yes. So on this day, since I won't talk to any of you, I wish you all again a happy Passover for all of you who celebrate starting tonight um, at um, sundown and happy Easter and joy to all of you. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.